0: So a huge part of going after achieving any kind of goal is being able to hold yourself accountable to the things that you need to do to get towards the goal. Now, most people think that their accountability is awesome. The reality is, is most people's self-accountability is as useful as a chocolate teapot. So in today's episode, we're going to delve deeper into that and work out how we can improve it.
1: Meet your host, Andy Naylor. you're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go.
0: So my alphas, as always, welcome back to the show. My name is Andy Naylor. I am CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design and host of your Optimal Alpha podcast. And yeah, we're talking about another really unsexy topic today, which is accountability. But the reality is Everything that you're going to try and do and achieve in terms of basically anything in your life, whether it be health, fitness goals, whether it be growing your business or anything, accountability to a plan, to a system, to the actions that you need to take are everything, okay? So today we're going to delve into the the importance of accountability, specifically in terms to CEOs and their health and fitness, but busy business leaders in general. So we'll explore why this is crucial, how it can relate back to someone's job and position. And then of course, the actual steps that somebody, a busy business leader, a CEO can take to increase their accountability, both internally and externally. Because as a CEO, uh, as a business leader, you are responsible for the success of your company. And that includes taking care of your health and fitness not sacrificing yourself along the way, which is what most business leaders are doing. Have you ever heard the phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup? And that's where a lot of business leaders put themselves. They get themselves to a point where they've understandably put so much care and attention into the growing of their business and possibly also the the nurturing of their family that they've sacrificed themselves. Their cup is empty. This is really true for CEOs. If you are not taking care of yourself, you'll find it extremely challenging to lead your company effectively. So why is it crucial for CEOs um, in terms of their health and fitness to be accountable to something? So let's start with the obvious. Accountability in itself keeps you on track. Okay, It's not motivation that keeps someone on track. People tend to think Everything revolves around motivation. I need, to, in fact, I've seen today in my DMs someone saying, Oh, I, I, I need motivation. No, you don't. It's not motivation because it doesn't fucking exist. It's fairy dust. Let's stop really talking about motivation as being the most tangible thing that we could use to get ourselves to our goals. Accountability to a plan, being held accountable, responsible to a plan, is far more effective than motivation you might if you're a busy busy a business leader uh, chances are you're probably not actually motivated to grow your company you are just responsible to the people in your company to the customers to the employees to yourself that you are then accountable to it it's not actually motivation then with accountability we could say when you have somebody to report to whether that be a coach a personal trainer a mentor a nutritionist a workout buddy you are far, far, far more likely to stick to a health and fitness goal, a plan, a routine, a schedule, a regime, whatever you want to call it. You're far more likely. You're far less likely to skip workouts, to indulge in unhealthy foods, to, to neglect self-care when you know somebody else is counting on you. If you know someone else is in, like a coach, is invested in your journey as much as you, you don't want to let them down. You shouldn't let them down. Therefore, you're held externally accountable. The power of that is exponential. But account I would say accountability goes way beyond just keeping you on track. It helps you become a better leader. It helps you become a better leader. As a CEO, you need to be disciplined, committed, and focused on your goals. All of them. And when you apply the same... Principles that you probably do inside your business to your health and fitness, you then develop the same traits that made your business successful, but just on yourself. You become more resilient, more creative, more productive. There's 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 no question about that. If you want to perform at your your optimal mentally, you need to be doing the same physically. There's there can't be a disconnect between the two. In fact, research shows that CEOs who prioritize their health and fitness, are more likely to lead successful companies. They have better decision-making skills. They are more innovative. They are better equipped to handle stress. And, you know, if you think about it, simply put, a healthy CEO, business leader, is a happy one. And then a happy CEO and business leader is clearly going to be more, like a more effective leader. I'm kind of just pretty much logic really isn't it so what can a ceo or busy business leader do to increase their accountability let's start with internal accountability okay this is things these are just little systems strategies tactics whatever you want to call them that that you can put in place so this means holding yourself accountable there's someone externally holding you accountable and then to a degree you can hold yourself accountable. Now, I would strongly suggest both internal and external accountability are needed. Why? Well, humans can only hold themselves accountable so far. And I can say that because after 20 years and three odd months of training other people, I see this happen a lot. Here's a really good example of how self-accountability can play tricks on an individual. So for example, someone can be really good, and I mean really good through the week, Monday to Friday, right? They get up in the morning, they keep to their routine, uh, they do their morning walk, they get their water in first thing, they maybe limit their coffee, they don't drink alcohol, they stay on track with their food, you know, they're prepping their food and they're, they're hitting their calories and macros and, you know, stopping eating at a certain point, their sleep hygiene is there, they're getting their they're on plan, right? They've ticked all the boxes and they've done so well. They maybe get to Friday night or Saturday morning and they're like, man, I've had a really good week. I've really done well. I'm going to treat myself at the weekend. So maybe they just let the floodgates open a little bit. And maybe that's a, you know, maybe that's a breakfast out on Saturday morning. And that's not a problem, but it's a breakfast out that was maybe fucking pancakes, maple syrup and bacon and some completely off plan and half the day's worth of calories and, Maybe it's like, oh, I really probably shouldn't have eaten that. Fuck it. It's the weekend. It's only two days. I've just had a really good five days. I'll, I'll, I'll just have the weekend to myself and I'll get back on it on Monday. That is so many people. And I've seen that happen to so many people. Now, see what's happened there. That was an inability for someone to hold themselves accountable to just seven bloody days. They managed it for five. They thought they did really well. Their mind played tricks on them and everything unraveled. That's just one example of where self accountability just it it becomes difficult, and most people struggle to get past certain humps, and they're normally time humps or plateaus. And then accountab- accountability self accountability unravels. It works to a point and it has to be there. Otherwise, you're always just relying on someone externally. But the moment you put someone external in place, this is that's where honestly where the magic truly happens. But first, let's look at some internal little things that could be done. So First thing is set yourself realistic goals. If you you don't have a goal, what are you holding yourself accountable to? You might be holding yourself accountable to sticking to a, a food plan, a diet plan. But to what end? If there's no actual goal, well, then there's no reason to hold yourself accountable. There has to be a why. There has to be a why. Otherwise... What? Why are you holding yourself accountable? What's the bloody point? So set realistic goals. Um, start by setting health and fitness-based goals that align with you. Nobody else can tell you what that means. It has to align with you, your lifestyle, your schedule, your priorities, your goals. Sit down, work it out. What are those things? What is the goal? Um, I'm overweight, Andy. I need to lose 50 pounds. Right, well, That's a bloody good place to start. There's your goal. Work out why. And that is a realistic, like getting 50 pounds off over, say, the next six months, maybe, would be a very realistic goal. Set yourself a goal. Stick to them. Then create a plan. So create a plan. A goal with no plan is a wish. A goal with no plan is a wish. Create a plan doesn't need to be bloody complicated. In fact, keep it as simple as you possibly can because simplicity is a skill because humans overcomplicate everything. Develop a plan and a, uh, that outlines the work required to get to the goal. So what would that look like? Um, no, might need to go to the gym a few times, might need to stop eating takeouts every day, like, might need to maybe drink more than a glass of water, might need to stop, whatever, right? You... It shouldn't be too difficult to highlight the things in your life that are helping you and hindering you. Increase the things that are helping you. Cut out the things that are hindering you. That starts to be the basis of a plan. Number three, track your progress. Uh, Track your progress. I spoke to a gentleman yesterday in a consultation, all the respect in the world. The person has um, pretty serious health and fitness goals. And outright Ted said to me, I will not weigh and track my food. I will not do it. And I'm like, okay, fine. Now, if your life goal in terms of improving your health and longevity was simply just the other side of weighing and tracking your food every day, would you do it? Straight away, I'm like, well, okay. if, if, if you're not prepared to do something so simple as that, then don't be pissed off at the results that you didn't get. Because quite frankly, it's beyond easy to be able to put your, food, your your plate on a scale and then your food on the plate and weigh it and put it in my fitness pal. Don't tell me it takes too much time. That's utter bullshit because I tracked everything I ate for, I think it was just over four years, every single damn day to prove that it could be done. And some people have done it way longer than that, obviously. Don't bullshit yourself. It is not difficult. It's just because you haven't done it and made it a habit. That is just one thing that you should be tracking. You should be accountable for the food you're putting in your face. I don't care whether you've done it or not done it in the past. There's not really many ways around it. If you do not understand foods, what the macros are, you should do. If you want to be an optimal leader, if you want your body and physique and mind to work optimally, pay bloody attention to what you're eating. Don't bullshit yourself that it's too difficult. It's not. It's just an unknown that seems difficult. I'm pretty sure before you learned to drive a car, you probably looked at it and thought, blimey, that looks difficult. Now you probably do it without, you do. You will do it without thinking about it. What, do you think tracking your food is more difficult than driving your car? And kid yourself. So track stuff, track your food, track your water intake, track your body weight, track your um, training, track your steps. These things are very easy to do. Just get a handle on the numbers. I bet you've got the handle on the numbers in your business. Well, you're probably treating your business better than you're treating yourself. Track your own numbers. Number four, find some sort of support system. Now, whether that be externally. So this is now finding something external. So it could be a coach. It could be a trainer. It could be a friend. Someone who's external that can hold you accountable. Go find that. You've. It's an, it's an internal accountability for you to go and find something external, okay? Um, forget motivation. When it comes to staying accountable, forget motivation. It doesn't exist. Create momentum. Momentum crushes mo- motivation every day of the week. Motivation is fairy dust. It doesn't exist. It's technically dopamine and adrenaline. That's what it feels like. It feels great when it's there, and it feels rubbish when it's not. So let's not rely upon that. Let's create momentum through the use of habits, behaviors, and lifestyle. Build unstoppable momentum by setting small goals and rewarding yourself a little bit when you reach them. Now, by rewarding yourself, I don't mean go out and shove loads of food down your face or stop training. Maybe go for a massage maybe maybe do maybe do something else nice that you enjoy that actually doesn't stop you you know making progress forward okay prioritize self care make time for self care activities like meditation like yoga like massage and ring fence your sleep hold yourself internally accountable to ring fencing your sleep i mean it it is the biggest self care uh, action points you can possibly put in place because off the back of having much better sleep will be reduced stress will be better eating habits will be it will be easier to lose body fat you'll think more clearly the the knock-on cascade of positive effects off the back of having better sleep are exponential so ring fence your sleep um number seven avoid burnouts take breaks when you are overworking or even over training if that's even a thing Hold yourself accountable to what we would call auto regulation for a little bit of a buzz phrase, which basically means just be smart as you're going through things. If you've got a plan that's in place, okay, but it's pushing you over the edge in terms of what you can recover from, well, then be bloody smart. Maybe take an extra day off here and there. It's not going to be the end of the world. But hold yourself accountable to the plan but the understanding of adapting the plan when required and doing it based on feedback that you're getting from yourself. okay? Be consistent with this. Be consistent. If you're going to create a plan, be consistent. This is essentially accountability, but consistency is king. It is King. I told you about the person who holds themselves accountable for five days and then and then yeah shoved it all up the wall for the two days of the weekend. That is not consistent. You've got to string a few damn good weeks together, if not months together to truly be able to say you're consistent and then hold yourself accountable to that. But also be adaptable. Number nine, be adaptable. Be willing to adjust your plan when needed, especially when it comes to, say, travel or business meeting or unexpected events. Be adaptable. We also, again, go back to calling that auto-regulation. It's not just throwing the plan out of the window willy-nilly here and there. It's, okay, something's coming up. I'm going to need to adapt my plan, my thinking, my schedule around that, okay? Stay positive. Keep a positive attitude and focus towards your progress rather than any setbacks, okay? All of these things built in together will be you in some degree holding yourself internally accountable. There's probably all sorts of other things, but those are the sort of top 10 things that came to my mind that you can do to hold yourself internally accountable. Alphas. I interrupt this show with a simple message. This show is here to benefit you and your progression to the best version of yourself. But not only just you, it's also here to benefit the people around you, your loved ones, your friends, other alphas in your vicinity. So why not do a really cool thing today? Something that I would thank you for and maybe someone else would. Share this podcast with at least one other alpha out there who you know would benefit from it. Why not share the information, share the ability for someone else to grow? I'm sure they would thank you. I 100% would absolutely thank you. This podcast only grows by our listeners, our followers doing amazing things like giving us five-star reviews, downloading podcasts, subscribing, and then of course, sharing it with other people. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, share it with one person. And of course, drop us a five-star review, download the podcast and of course, subscribe. And now back to the show. Now, You then add on to all of that external accountability and you are truly possibly putting yourself in the best position possible. Think about this. All the best business leaders and sports stars on the planet have coaches, mentors, a team around them. If you think you're already good enough to not need external accountability, you're kidding yourself. You really are kidding yourself. The amount of coaches and mentors I've had and currently have in my life is a lot, just to put it simply, because I'm trying to surround myself with people who are better than me, at the things that I want to improve at all of the time. Essentially, I'm trying to make myself feel like the small fish in the pond at all times. Everybody around me is better at what I want to do. So they are my coaches. They are my mentors. They are pulling me up. So if for you, Maybe that's business. But if for you right now, that's your health, fitness, wellness, longevity, if it's not where it needs to be, go find people who are better than you. Go find people who have walked the path. Hire a coach. Hire a mentor. Can you possibly tell me a better personal investment that you could ever make than one into your own health, fitness, and wellness? You can't. Don't try because the only thing you'll ever come back to me and tell me is something that produces a return on investment in terms of money, which is absolutely fucking useless when you're needing a new kidney or your liver's failing you or you've had a heart attack or a stroke. Money now is absolutely irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Yes, yes, it might pay for the medical bills, but how about you didn't need the damn medical bills in the first place because you took care of your health and wellness? There is no better investment than one into yourself into skills into knowledge and into your health and wellness hire a coach or a mentor a coach can create a workout plan that is entirely tailored to you and your needs and then hold you accountable to it hold you accountable to stick to it and you want to go and look for what who you know whatever you're in whatever sector whatever you know whatever demographic you're in you want to you want to find someone who um has a proven record and can demonstrate success of working with your demographic and getting results for them. That's who you need to go and find, whoever that might be for you. You need to go and find someone who can go, yeah, i work with people just like you and look at the success that we've had. Look how we've been been able to do that. That's the coach you want to go. Because you would do that in business, right? If you were looking for a business coach and you were in construction – you probably wouldn't go and find a retail-based business coach. Not really the same thing, right? So do the same with a health and wellness and you know, fitness coach. Find someone who can work with people who travel, people who are busy, people who are time poor, people who are trying to lead you know teams of you know hundreds or maybe even thousands around the world and can still have them move forward. Maybe even work with a nutritionist. Um Certainly, people like that. And I mean, you know, if you find a really good coach, they should probably all, already be able to, you know, sort your meal plans out. And, but nutritionists can certainly help um, if there's more medical based things that you need to work on. Nutritionists tend to come in from the medical side of things. And normally, coach and coaches and mentors tend to come in from a sort of more optimizational uh, and sort of health physique based side of things. But, you know, working with a nutritionist can be useful. Um, maybe even join fitness groups. You know, if you're if you're an individual who likes to work around other people, join a group. Now, as a business leader, sometimes I would suggest maybe this isn't the best thing. Why? Because of travel, because of changing of schedules. If you are the person who travels and needs ch- schedules to change, then I wouldn't probably rely upon fitness groups because you're not going to be there half the time. But if you are someone who that would work for, consider that. Maybe that might be a class based thing. Um whatever a fitness group can certainly have that could even be a fitness group that's online that you know supplies some degree of support again it's external accountability spend time maybe with other ceos who are fitness minded again whether that be online groups or if there's you know groups of people near you depending on how you know where you live but success leaves clues and healthy habits Tend to rub off on people just in the same way that good business habits, you know, you might you might network with other business leaders and you might be like, oh, these these people have got some really cool stuff going on. I might use that in my business. Yeah. Oh, you might go. These people have got some really useful self-care habits that I can clearly see are making them a better leader than me. Success leaves clues. Follow what they do if it's appropriate for you. And here's an interesting one. Even consider taking on uh, like on and under your wing um, some sort of younger executive. This could be someone in your own business. Maybe that would be wise. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. But think about taking someone under your own wing. Because one, teacher learns most. Okay. Teacher always learns most. When you have to go back and show someone else how to do something, having to be once you've learned how to do it yourself, having to be the leader and then hold someone else accountable, it's like, it's like you being a Jedi Knight to a Padawan learner, okay? So if you've got yourself so far down the road and you're starting to think, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm doing pretty well here. I think, though, I could possibly do better, but I don't know what it is that might take me up to the next level. Now you become the person holding somebody accountable. You become that person. I can tell you from personal experience, both in mentoring and coaching individuals in their fitness and people in their business, it's huge. One having to teach people back again some of the very basics that got you going, it will remind you of some stuff that you've forgotten about. It will remind you of some stuff that you've let go of your own account. Oh, you know, damn it, I haven't, I haven't been doing that as well as I should have been, and here you are now having to show someone else. Okay, it will, it will. It will change your perspective on some of the things that you have forgotten to do, but also, you know, it puts you in a position where you're like, okay, I now know what it feels like to hold someone else accountable to the things that I was unable to do myself, which is going to make you feel pretty good. And also knowing that you're helping someone else go through a journey that you've just been through will also make you feel pretty good. So consider taking on someone under your wing when the time is right. So, Alphas, there we go. Just a whole bunch of ideas that came to my mind about accountability that's specific to busy business leaders and CEOs. And I really hope there's been just a maybe one takeaway in there that could be useful for you, just one particular thing that you think to yourself, hmm, that could certainly help. I'm going to go and try that. And of course, by all means, let me know. Um, it's super cool to find out if people have put things into practice. And again, as always, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review. We always appreciate that. And... As I always say, if you know one other person that might benefit from this, how about give it a share, let them know, spread the love, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. But for now, Alphas, until next week, as always, I will leave you two week. Have a great week and I'll speak to you soon, bye.
1: Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore underscore pure underscore elite underscore pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.